Hi everyone, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks, where we get drunk and then talk about shit about hypnosis <laughs> and fuck all. Um, oh my god. So this podcast is not safe for work, in case you didn't figure that out already. Um, <laughs> and also we do trance during this podcast, so please don't listen to this while you're driving. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but I am not feeling that great. (laughs) So I wanted to start this off by telling you guys that I don't know if we're gonna do a full-on transy thing in this. I think we're probably gonna do some little tiny hot moments. (laughs) But I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily up for doing a whole big trance portion right now, just because I'm not, not, you know... I sound like this right now. That's hot. Yeah. Isn't that great? That is hot. Uh, you should listen to the sound of my voice. It's good, right? Why is that yeah, turning you, me on? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that's because... <laughs> you're brainwashed, and that's just the end of that. Alright, so we wanted to talk this time around. Desad was really sweet and made us a big list of of what he thought would be really interesting topics for us to talk about. So we picked one from those, um, and the topic was basically mind control versus erotic hypnosis. And I took that to be very broad. Yeah, um, definitely. So, so we were going to talk about the differences between those two things because they have some interesting subtleties to mm-hmm. one another mm-hmm. uh, and some interesting connotations and definitions and stuff within the community. Um, so, yeah... Excuse me. And <laughs> that that may happen multiple times during this podcast. I do apologize. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is, I think, a lot of people call this the erotic hypnosis community. Right. That's right. kind of the term that gets thrown around a lot. When I was first coming into this community, I was a young something or other who came in looking to talk about my weird, fetishy interest in mind control media, I guess. (laughs) Like, I I don't know, like, when I first discovered the internet and when I was old enough to participate in these discussions, I began to participate in discussions about, like, the weird shit that got me off. Right. Which was, like, hypnosis stuff, if you know anything about me. Um, And one of the first things I realized was that there was kind of two main groups of people. There was people who were getting off on the concept of mind control, and then there was people who Mm. were getting off on the concept of hypnosis or erratic hypnosis. Gotcha. Have you seen any of that in your, like, because you didn't come into this community from that perspective. You came in as a BDSM person. Have you seen any split in those two things? Um, I mean, I can definitely tell you I can see a difference yeah. And those two things. But with that being said, do I see, like, a <coughs> split? Like, in the sense of people that are into this um, and into this? I don't know if I necessarily see a split in that area. Yeah. As much as, like, BDSM. I will say, p- more than likely, people that are more into BDSM... Um, are probably more into mind control versus yeah hypnosis. Yeah. But 
I don't even know if that's true. Interesting. I would Interesting. just I would just think that though. Well, so why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the differences in our personal connotations of mind control versus erotic hypnosis? Okay, sure. So for me, when when I was coming into this, um, there was there was people who got off on the like tropey like pocket watch swinging spirally, you know, questionable snakes involved aspects of <laughs> hypnosis. Um, and and that sort of thing where there was maybe even a stage show and people got off on the, the, the uh, kitschy aspects of the stage show and the kitschy aspects of going to a hypnotherapist's office and then getting seduced by said sexy, dark, tall, and... Mm. Uh, attractive for in any gender hypnotherapist. <laughs> um, and so there was like, there was that hot part of it. And then there was mind control people who liked just, and it, it didn't necessarily depend on the, those, those tropes. It, it kind of was more about the softer, more slow takeover of the persona and um, just the way that somebody could manipulate and control somebody, maybe without their knowledge, maybe mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe without them even understanding that they were being controlled, but yeah. just a full control over the body or mind or something like that. Right, right. So those were kind of two splits, and we'll probably talk more on that later. Does that sure. make sense to you? No, that makes perfect sense. So, drumroll, what do you consider yourself? I'm a hypnofetishist. So, for me, that means I get off on the hypnosis part. I, I absolutely grew up. Yeah. My um, background fetish things, like my baseline fetishes, came from hypnosis and stuff, and then expanded out into mind control. And those are both very deep-seated things for me but it started with hypnosis right right yeah so you don't think it's changed into mind control it's still you still think your fetish is hypnosis and yes. then it has a flavor of mind control kind yes. of thing yes absolutely okay. okay interesting yeah so i'm gonna just let our listeners know when i first asked you that question i absolutely thought I knew the answer and I thought it was mind control. Yeah. (laughs) So I literally found out (laughs) that I was wrong in quite a large area as far as I'm concerned um, about you (coughs) like like a week ago or something. Like I found out not even that long ago. Yeah. um, That that was that was your fetish. Right. So for me um I don't even consider myself a uh, uh, hypnosis fetishist, but we, you know, that's that's pretty much a known right, right um, from past podcasts and so forth. Um, I absolutely came at this through a quote unquote BDSM kink end of things, but more so control. So when the question was brought up to me, like hypnofetishes or erotic hypnosis or mind control mind control uh variations and so forth is definitely more right 
well, of and you, my... And, and you like kink on control, so it, it literally has the word control, control in, in it. Control in it, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was even telling a Sleeping Girl earlier, and I'm like, and erotic hypnosis doesn't actually have the word control right. in it. <laughs> See, for me, erotic hypnosis has the word hypnosis in it, so you know. Right, <laughs> right, right. But with that being said, um, the tropey things... Um, Which... For the record, can vary person to person. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the ones you mentioned, minus the snakes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yet or whatever. <laughs> As I look at this person that looks really excited about that concept, um, I get very excited about. Yeah. But um, which you know, I find it's... fascinating as somebody who came from that perspective of being like. No, this is my fetish. Like these, these certain things right. encompass hypnosis, and this is what I fucking masturbate to all the fucking time. Like, I, I, someone yeah. who's coming into that from like the the BDSM control perspective, like that's insane that they could appreciate those what I think to be the essential flavors of hypnosis. Just, just to some degree. Sorry, I am drunk. Um, <laughs> to some degree, you have to keep in mind why are those tropes. Yeah. Because Ooh. they work. Oh. Right? Well, no. So, what? what the fuck are you talking about? This bullshit. Well, I mean, fixations and so forth. And sure. Like, so. Why are they tropes? They're tropes because they, this they is at a least great seem question. to work. So, I would assume that. No, I disagree. You don't think they work? <laughs> like, I mean, you they... don't think they <laughs> do what they need to do no i think i think they work i think they're tropes for a different reason i think they're tropes because historically they were visually impactful in media really yeah i don't think they're tropes so it's not because they work i think uh there's a complex reasoning behind why they're tropes and why they were visually impactful in media and why they were tied to what hypnosis is Partially because they resemble things that hypnosis was historically. For example, like mesmerism and stuff where ladies would Mesmerism. Um, Franz Mesmer was a dude who was kind of a... No, I know that, but what's mesmerism Um, per se? The shit that he did where he... (laughs) he, So sorry. (laughs) He, like convinced women that they were under the influence of the earth's magnetic pole and basically hypnotize oh, them gotcha, gotcha. we'll talk about that in another podcast we'll Sorry. have to do that and i'll yeah, i'll, we'll totally I'll redo that. some research on that um but i think uh the the those kinds of things where like historical figures and historical examples of hypnosis came into play and were known as the tropes to society at that time just because they were the things that stuck and then those were the things that were then twisted in like hollywood to be the most you know i think uh erotic i think hollywood was absolutely trying to make things erotic uh, erotic erotic (laughs) versus his erotic (laughs) 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 erotic and um and the and media in general was trying to make these things very um digestible and interesting to the to the viewer um but that's spirals like okay so yeah yeah so definitely pocket watches make a lot of sense to me because they're already on your person yeah right that time yeah. or whatever 
And it's literally a pendulum. Yes. Like, that's a known... That's yeah. a known fixation type thing. Sure. Um, but spirals? Why spirals? Like, you don't have those. I would love to have... I would love to see if there's a history on... How did we end up getting into why? this topic? This is This not- is great. No, no, no. This is, this is what our old podcast used to be like, listeners. Um, and... No, we, we need to find out, like, why spirals were a thing. Why spirals? We'll find the like, history can, of this. We'll, I can we'll, understand almost anything else. Dear listeners, if anyone is still with us, <laughs> um, if you, you have so any crazy. knowledge of history in hypnosis uh, and want to help us out. Why spirals? With, why spirals? And I'll hit, up, <laughs> I'll hit up some people and I'll do some research It's because well. it works. That's not, that's not <laughs> why. No, no, no. That's bullshit. Hip- no, spirals don't work for any reason besides the fact that you think they work. I'm 100% sure of that. You don't think it's just naturally they work? No, that's that's <laughs> crap. That's such crap. I'm so offended. You don't have to be offended I'm by so that. I'm so offended that you think that's the reason why they work, because they just work. They're not <laughs> magic. Like, come on. They're clearly magic. They're not magic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're apologizing for so getting a, sorry. so frustrated no, or you're apologizing I'm, for my I'm watching the volume go up and oh. this is it's going like anyways <laughs> this is one of those off the cuff ones whatever um so what was this erotic hypnosis versus mind control so See, this is what happens when you're drunk while you're doing these you're drunk. podcasts i'm like you're drunk i'm drunk but i'm also sick and tired you can't blame <laughs> me for these things i'm so sick and tired um it's been an ongoing theme <laughs> i recommend hot toddies if anyone has a cold right now go ahead and look up a hot toddy and make it for yourself and then you will be much happier immediately um so mind control versus <laughs> hypnosis <laughs> dear god you should have saw you should have saw her face <laughs> she just like just like totally went into this like yeah because i'm being professional and you're being a professional podcast. Unlike you, just sitting there like, oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. So, All right. erratic hypnosis versus mind, mind control. control. Yes. So, let's, I want to talk about some of the tropes that these two things have. Okay. Yeah. So, we kind of talked about some of the erotic hypnosis ones. I think there's, I've definitely heard from people like I said, it was really interesting to hear from, from people on both sides that, like, some people were not at all interested in the hypnosis tropes and the, you know, the black right, and white spirals right. and stuff like that, the, all the hot shit. But see, I like that stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, go ahead. But there are some people, most of these people that I can think of talking to were um, topside people. Mm. Um, so, mind control fetishists in particular, I don't, I don't even necessarily think I should call them fetishists, but people that liked the idea of mind control, um, got off on just more so the concept of control, like almost Mm. definitely the kinds of things that you're interested in, just the idea and the concept of that kind of control, but going to a more deep extent of controlling the whole being, controlling the whole personality, controlling all of that kind of thing. And, and I think that's very erotic. Like, that's that's quite hot. Right. Um, but it's interesting that the community is split in that kind of way. Mm. 
I do find that interesting. And behavior modification and so forth is also more mind, mind control. control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's I think that's why I probably think that like the kinky community and stuff would lean more towards mind control. Well, maybe just because I'm the kinky part of the community. I don't actually disagree. (laughs) I don't actually disagree at all. Like, I think... I know what I lean towards. I think the BDSM community... I think mind control people in the BDSM community tends to see hypnosis used as more of a tool, as a means Mm -hmm. to an end, which is what mind control encompasses. That whole means to an end mentality of, like, we can use hypnosis to achieve... Total what control. we want or whatever yeah, yeah exactly and exactly. then um erotic hypnosis being more of a sensual like enjoying the process and not just a tool the, right. the tool is the scene kind of thing oh interesting so in some yeah. ways this is not to totally get off topic but similar to the concept of of rope yeah in the way in the rope community yes, yes. it's like oh, you just, you know, for a lot of kink people getting into rope, it's more of just, oh, you just need the rope to immobilize the person and yeah, then you, you can do the to, fun stuff. You need to tie handcuffs and then flog right. them. Yeah. But for me, when I got it, you know, when I discovered rope and stuff, it was more of, oh, rope is the scene. Right. Rope is the... Okay, yeah. so for you, hypnosis is like the rope. In the sense of it's right, it is yes. the hot yes. scene part, and then you have, you know, sometimes if you want to add like other things to it, like flogging or whatever, or in this case, sure. mind control, whatever or whatever. Um, <laughs> if I'm doing a hot hypnosis scene, I don't give a shit what else is happening. You know what I'm focused on? The fucking trance. Like, right? Sorry, right? <laughs> Which I, I do get. Like, I get the concept. Yeah. But it's definitely more of It's the, absolutely that concept. Of, yeah. It, and, and I think it comes down to that, like, is it the tool or is it the scene? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That we was like a there. little, like, what is like, it called? It took 20 minutes to get Those there. Those are like little uh, blips. <laughs> I don't know, but we're going to... Bites. Bites? No. What? Is that what it is? What the fuck are you talking Where about? Where you say like a little sound bite. Sound bite. I was right. Bite. A sound, a sound bite. Like, it's a little short way of saying it. Oh, my God. No, it's like one sentence to say everything. What was it again? Sound bite. No. <laughs> what was it you said that was perfect? It's the difference it's between, between the, the, the tool. It's a tool Being a tool or, or a scene. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It was just a long... It oh was not God. a sound fight. <laughs> not all the podcasts are going to be like this. I want to stress that for anyone who's still hanging on out here. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? I don't know. I feel like... We're good. Okay. We never do this. We're always more structured than this. <laughs> okay. So, let's be more structured. Okay. We drank a lot. Yeah. So, erotic <laughs> hypnosis versus mind, mind control... control. I definitely more of the erotic hypnosis is the tool to get to my control scene. Yeah. And you're the other way around. Yeah. But I think that 
mind control is even just a separate concept for me at this point because I grew up and erotic hypnosis or just hypnosis in general, I'm a hypnofetishist. Like I absolutely fetishize the aspects of hypnosis. And yet we come to mind control and that's just a completely different thing that I'm equally super interested in mm. in the same way. Like, you could have multiple fetishes, you know. I do. Like, and that's I do real. have multiple fetishes. But the other thing I wanted to kind of touch on was the concept of, in reality, what's an erotic hypnosis scene versus mind control. And in my mind, I wanted to say that erotic hypnosis is like, you know, a scene between play partners, and then mind control is like a scene or a lifestyle Oh, really? Yeah. That was uh, my other thing I wanted to touch on, which was oh. the reality of it. Like, for example, you and I do, like, mind control stuff. Because right. we're in that relationship and we have that because ability. Because we live together and stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And then, like, with play partners, you do erotic hypnosis. You don't necessarily do mind control stuff. Or you do, but it's for short term. I guess that's brainwashing. I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, mind control, I mean, brainwashing is a form of mind control, I think, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like long-term mind control. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. That sounds good. You also wanted to talk about the tropes of mind control. Brainwashing is a trope of mind control. Is that a trope? (laughs) No. Well, yeah, sort of. Um, I thought that was more of an outcome of one of the tropes. It is. But there's like brainwashing has like certain pornographic implications um like i i don't know when i think of mind control i think of like machines and shit like but Mm -hmm. that's just me i don't know if that's that's i don't think that's just you but that's that's like one of the tropes of mind control is it's like electric you know technology Either on a a bed or a tech or in a chair. I think one of the common uh, tags we talked about this in a former podcast, but one of the common tags on porn sites is tech control. Mm. So that's that's pretty big when it comes to mind control. Because uh, and then you can do like magic. Like magic can be mind control. Like a, a spell, like the Imperial Curse, is mind control. Oh right. Um, anything that's not hypnosis really is mind control. That's less interesting to me. <laughs> oh, I love the Imperial Curse. It just occurred to me. We gotta do that me. at some point. Oh, shit. Oh, that would be hot. Okay, See? now that got more interesting. Well, it's because I'm interested <laughs> in it. That's no, no, but in general. In general, I don't think I've ever found the magic Magic stuff type. is Magic stuff is not as hot. The, the scenes in the Harry Potter books were quite hot, though. I really enjoyed those. Well, and then we've talked about this, but... We probably should get on this podcast about it. But, like, for you, if it's, like, evil or something like that, it can somewhat either add interest to you or um, it, it, mostly, it doesn't matter. It mostly just adds, though. Right. Yeah. And then for me, it's like, oh, negative. Yeah. It still has but a negative a scene, connotation There's for a scene me. in the Harry Potter books. Spoilers for Harry Potter, I guess, if anyone's <laughs> not read those. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, where they do the Imperial Curse in a Defense Against the Dark Arts class in, in like, the third or fourth book. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. on Harry, and it's just as, like, a test that one of the one of the professors gives just to, just to let him feel what it feels like to be under yeah. the Imperial Curse. And it was, like, this really good scene. I'm going to have to reread that. Oh, it was very... It was, it was quite nice. I was yeah. always bothered when the muggles 
got these curses and stuff. Like when they were in the seat, and I know this should have been hot. Yeah. Like there's a part of me when they were like, more spoilers, like you you know having them like be puppets. Literally describe them as puppets, which is such a huge thing for you. In the right. To be fair. And I was disturbed. Yeah. But who knows? You have a good and evil thing. I do have a good and evil thing. I do. I don't have that. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you said that right. For some reason, it just sounded like bad and evil or something. Like, it I was just know. weird. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm drinking. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. So. Sleep oh. deep down. Really quickly, just for a couple moments. Sinking down. That's nice to be surprised like that. And it's nice and it allows your mind to feel the difference between what it's like to feel awake and what it's like to drop deeper. It's wonderful to feel that sinking down your spine just the way my fingers drift down your spine for just a few moments. And I know we didn't necessarily do anything hugely special this time around, but I wanted you to feel this. And I wanted everyone to hear you and to imagine you sinking deep down. And I wonder if you could imagine what everyone is imagining at this point. Their image of you slumped over against the couch body relaxing against your own will, controlled under my hand, letting all of the energy seep out into my hand, where my hand touches the back of your neck. I wonder if everyone can imagine that, and I wonder if you're seeing in your mind everyone imagining that, my hand sucking out all of the energy in your body and starting to press its own energy into your spinal column and brain and that kind of control seeping into your mind just for these moments not necessarily doing anything specific but just feeling that control because that's what I get off on and that's what you get off on and that helps your mind give itself over to the hand that touches your head just like this. That's right. Just like that. And you can come up now. There's a nice little spot of drool on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I know. It's always good. Oh, it felt so good, though. Yeah, I bet. It felt pretty good for me, too. Mm. See, like, I get turned on by that kind of thing, and that's, like, mind control. I'm so glad you get turned on by that kind of thing. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a pretty good rambly podcast. 
I think. I thought it was very on point. I don't think it was that on point. I, I thought think... it had very good information in it. Yeah. I think if anyone actually got through it, it had very good information. <laughs> You're so silly. And yeah. if anyone is still with us at this point, I would like to hear um, for our podcast question this week, because we're going to start doing these. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing these. So for our podcast question this week, please share with us, do you think you're more in con- into mind control or more into erotic hypnosis? And why? And why? Because we thrive on perspectives and this is this is what we please. this is what we live for. Please give us your perspectives. We want to hear them. We want to read them. <laughs> you know what? Make a make a make your own podcast and talk about your <laughs> talk about your fucking perspectives because we we care about those a lot. So Um, much. Yeah. All right. right. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.